Welcome to the podcast of Dr. Michael Jacobs. We believe today's message will help you walk in faith and have victory now. Well, praise God. So, uh, what direction the Spirit of God's given me this morning, we're going to talk about perfecting worship. Amen. And um, when we got in our building, new buildings don't mean your church is going to grow. I've seen new buildings close. That ain't got nothing to do with what we do. Amen. It's not, it's not the building is how we worship. But when the Lord came to me, he says, what you've done, we got in that building, he said, what you've done up to this point, you cannot do going forward. You cannot continue your worship experience like you have experienced it. It's got to go to another level. So we start preaching in our church the highest level. Yeah. Amen? Amen? And then I found what I believe in the Bible, what gets us to that highest level. And I want to share that with you today. Amen? Amen. And uh, how we get there. And I've been talking to Dr. Jacobs about it. But when we talk about perfected worship, we're talking about, every, we talk about how we live we're talking about everything we do, and everything we do is an offering to God. Amen. Worship is a collection of offerings to God that come from your lifestyle, yes. not just from your time at church. Right. Yeah. He's looking at everything, and that's why the message of consecration is so important. Dr. Hatterball shared yesterday. That's why staying and continuing and finishing is so important. When Pastor Jordan was ministering, it's so important that we finish. Amen. Amen. When I was coming here, when I was coming here to church, and I didn't know this, Dr. Jacobs, when I hit the ground here in 1995, January 1995, he was praying about starting Church on the Rock. I was looking for Church on the Rock. And 85, that's 85? Okay. That's says some other five, right? <laughs> was 1985. Now, see, this is how critical finishing is. Yes. Now, he's already been to Otisco. He's already been put out of another church. <laughs> you know, basically, you know, you know, he left. Amen. Yep. And he's already gone through a lot of trials and challenges and tests. And God has a plan for him. And you got to follow the right plan. Yes. Amen. That's what Pastor Joel was ministering. The, 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 when he got to the completion of his prayer life, another church called him and said, we want you to be our pastor. Now, if he takes that, it goes in a total different direction. And this is the reason why worship cannot be perfected if I am a soulish person. If my soul is in the sin that says, I can't perfect worship, you can forget about it. Yeah. Right. Amen. Because when you was listening to Dr. Hatterball's message yesterday, if your soul was in the sin, then you was hot. <laughs> Amen. If your soul was in the sin, if your soul's the boss, you're like, who are you talking to? <laughs> Amen. But if your spirit was in the sin, this it turned to your soul. I said, I told you he was in trouble. <laughs> I told you. I told you to cut all that out. I told you to listen. Amen. If your spirit is in the sin, it, said, it don't get offended because guess what? Guess what? It don't click. The spirit don't click the wrong internet channel. 
Amen. Your spirit is already consecrated. It's already perfected. It's already holy. It is a bad dude. Amen. But it has to get in front if you're going to perfect worship. Amen. And I'll show you the scripture. It has to be in front of you. God does not plan on dealing with anybody out of their soul. But he could have looked at that church and looked at the building, the parking lot, the people that's already established. It was another trap. That's all it was. Amen. It's got deacon demons in it, and it's got all kind of, it's got a murdering motherboard in it. I just wait for you to walk in there and, and, and waste another five or ten years of your life. But, but he was following the Spirit, and that's why I love him so much. I've watched him follow the Spirit his whole life. Now, I didn't know I'm on the other side of town looking for where I belong. And he's praying about where he belongs. And see how this has to marry all up? And it all has to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. It all has to be, your spirit has to be in ascendancy. And so, you know, I thank God that he did. He said no, and I'm going to start church on the rock from the ground up. And then uh, probably about April they started, and three, four, four months later, we walked through the door. And I was home. And I've been home for 38 years. It ain't going nowhere else, amen. And so, and so making the right spiritual choices is perfecting worship. So turn over here with me, and uh, we're going to talk about this. And... Um, this is what God gave me. He said the highest level of worship, turn over, you can turn over to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. I'll turn there and then I'm going to read this. And, um, and I believe it'll help you. Because, man, God's got some things waiting on us. Amen. Amen. And your spirit has already been recreated, righteous, and true holiness, and is ready to, and it is the air. Your soul is not the air for anything in this Bible. The spirit man is the heir for everything. And it's a real man. It's on the inside of us. And because we've been trained to let our soul lead us, we have to do what Hebrews 4.12 says. We're going to have to be able to divide between the soul and the spirit. And knowing when this is a, this is a soulish move versus when this is a spiritual move. And you're going to have to be a, a sharp word person. The Bible said be skillful in the word. And that's another reason why I'm so thankful that God brought me here because I've never met a more skillful man and devoted to the word and prayer than Dr. Michael Jacobs. And it, it just it has affected my life. And I'm so thankful for it. And it, it's to be treasured. Because after a eight months of faring, I know. <laughs> I ain't got time to tell you. I should have I, I need counseling after that. <laughs> I, I should have had counseling after going through all of that. But praise God. I can't tell you everything I saw. I can't tell you. I can't tell it. Praise God. I'm just thankful I made it. <laughs> praise God. I told God. I told him. I, I told him to his face, I ain't going to church no more. Do you understand me? I'm going to stay at home and read my Bible and watch Charles Stanley on television. I love you, but I'm not going. He said, yes, you are going. You done talking? You done? You done? You done ranting out of your soul? Because I was so frustrated. You should be able to go into a place and get fed the word of God, but it doesn't work like it. All McDonald's are the same, but churches are not. You can get a two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onion. Anywhere you go, pretty much. But it's not the same. All churches are not the same. They should be because Jesus is the head of them all. 
And, and I had to find that out. And then once I got here, we never, like Dr. Hannibal said yesterday, we never miss. We never miss because our spirits were so hungry for the word. And we wanted to win. We wanted to have success in life. We wanted, we wanted the victory that Jesus gave us. And so, and, 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 and what happened in the revival that hit this church? He preached the word to us, and then when Dr. Dufresne came, he got us over in the spirit, and we learned how to respond. We learned how to respond. That's what revival is, responding with your spirit in ascendancy. And it never happens as long if the church is a soulless church. And that's what... And that's what the fall away has been. That's what the compromise has been. Yeah. It's a failure to teach people how to put their spirit in ascendancy. And in the process of doing it, they have offended their souls. Yeah. And so the souls have pulled back away from the real word and spirit message. And somebody has created another product. Yeah. Somebody has created another product that ministers to the soul. And when that happens, the power doesn't work, and then the power doesn't work, then the enemy has a chance to make the world darker. And now, but people are waking up now. I'm telling you right now. You just talk to people, strangers. I'm just running to strangers. They just saying it's getting real dark out there. Everybody's talking about it's real dark. And, and, and it's going to cross, this revival is going to cross denominational lines. Because I was sitting in the house, and I got some work done on my house. The guy came, he says, and he found out I was a path. He said, I'm a Catholic. But he said, it's getting real dark out there. He said, he said Pastor Rogan, we need some people. He said, we need some leaders. He said, I believe in the revival that's coming, but we need some leaders that's going to lead this thing. That's the consecrated people, amen. The, praise God. So God wants you to be those leaders because you're the one that heard the message. Amen. God wants you to be the people because you heard the message. But he said, we need some leaders that's going to pursue God and bring revival to this planet. That's exactly what God is doing right now. So it's going to happen. We just got to decide we're going to be a part of it. Amen. And so bringing your spirit into ascendancy, that's what happened. I had to realize that's what happened in those seasons, in the, in the 90s. People were yielding to the Spirit of God. The church, see, it can't just, and then it, it got to get to a place that's not just one man trying to do it. That's not, that's not going to work, just one man carrying the anointed in a service and everybody getting blessed and then going back and doing soulish lifestyles and never, never leading with their spirit. No, God told me one day I was coming home. I was, you know, I used to like football and stuff like that, and, you know, I don't watch that sports holiday anymore. Because after a while, some things are just, it's just not vital. Right. Yeah. And if you're still in the football thing, then that's your soul thing. Yeah. Your spirit don't get nothing out of football. Yeah. Amen. It gets something out of the gifts of the spirit. I mean, your soul, your spirit does. Your spirit man does. And so I was going home one day, just right around the corner. My house was right around the corner. And the Spirit of God says, you cannot allow your pastor to carry this revival by himself. What you do in between the service is just as important as in the service. Amen. Amen. I didn't say something now. Amen. Because a lot of times we think at ease. You know, it's recess time. No, 
it's time to capture what you just got. He said, you, you go home every Sunday and you soak up on hours of football. And I love football. But it don't get nobody healed, delivered, saved, or nothing like that. Amen. I know she's getting real quiet right now, praise God. Anyway, I don't know. I'm just talking about mine is what it was. And he says, you're going to have to lay that down and study between the services. He said, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen to you. You're going to walk in service one night, and without no warning, he's going to say, Brother Keith, you got the message tonight. I said, what? <laughs> I said that he's going to say, Brother Keith, right from the platform with no notice or anything, because of, the, because of what he's entrusting you with. He's going to say, you got, because what? He's, he's, his spirit is in the sentence and he's, he's trying to find the way ahead for the service. Amen. Yeah. And so when the way, because the way ahead for the service may not be how, the way you planned it. The way ahead for our service may not be the way you planned it because we shouldn't be planning it anyway. The Holy Spirit should be planning it and we should be ready for what he's doing. How about church like that? Instead of always knowing what we're going to do before we get there. No, he's got something bigger than what we plan. He wants to minister. He wants to help in every service. But if we are not following his plan, we miss opportunities for manifestations because we had a soul service. Yeah. A soul service is when you know what, when you planned it and when you know what's going to happen in it. We were walking in here. We didn't know what the Holy Ghost was going to do. Amen. And we were ready for it. And, but your, and if you're going to figure out what he's going to do, it ain't going to come to your soul. Your spirit man is going to have to be in ascendancy and get it with it. He only compares spiritual things with spiritual people. We were not recreated so that our soul would live in ascendancy and we would have soul churches. This is why the number one reason why people leave churches is offense. Because they live with their soul in ascendancy, and as soon as their soul gets offended, they hit the door. But once you hit the door with some place he really planted you, you finish. Until you humble yourself and repent and get back on track. Amen. Praise God. And he said, he's going to call on you to preach one day, and you ain't not going to have nothing in you but fourth and ten. Second and long. That's all you're going to have in you. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You can't, see, then you got to generate something. Instead of the Holy Spirit pulling something out of you that's already been in you. Boy, y'all ready to go to the highest level. Sure enough, I walked in here one night. I was sitting right over there. That was my side over there. <laughs> Still got grease, I can tell it. I can tell about the people that's sitting there. Still got grease on it. Praise God. And, and, and. And he said, he got to the front, praise and worship ended. He got to the front and he walked to the podium. He said, I believe Brother Keith got the message for tonight. Well, it wasn't no praising God if you've been watching football. <laughs> it's oh my God. <laughs> so, 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 help me. So, praise God. And so I changed. I walked to the television and turned it off. Yeah. 
And I started studying about John the Baptist. He said, Jesus, I want the baptism you're going to have. I don't want the baptism, the water baptism. I want what you're going to give the whole. I want, I want what you're going to give this next generation. They shut the door on him right before the age of the recreated spirit. The last guy. For real? Everybody else is going to get this? Everybody else is going to get to see what it's like to live with a dominating spirit recreated in the image and likeness of God? Everybody else is going to get this and I don't? And I'm the last one. And here we are, the age that gets what he longed for. He wanted to change the whole order of God. No, I want the baptism that you get ready to give. He was preaching about the baptism with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Where your spirit would be on so much fire to do the will and the passion of God that it wouldn't take long at all for this gospel to get all over the planet. It ain't going to take long, praise God. If Azusa Street saved 800 million, you round that up, that's a billion. Amen. And it's about 7 billion people on this planet. Amen. That's why God is not uptight about no darkness at all. Because all he needs is about seven or eight good churches, praise God. Come on now, that's willing to live in the spirit. He's not moved at all. It ain't going to take that long, praise God, to get this job done. But he's looking for somebody that's willing to turn off the world and stop tantalizing and entertaining their soul and begin to live out of the fire of the Holy Ghost that's down on the inside of you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's what he's looking for. And he's going to get it. Amen. Somebody should have said more than amen. You should have said he's getting it out of me. Praise God. You should have texted and said he's getting it from us. Kentucky should have said, you count us in. Indiana said, you know we're going to be up in there. In Tennessee, praise God, we're rolling, praise God. We coming, we coming hard in the, we coming hard in the paint, ain't we? Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. We're coming after this. It's nothing else to go after. Amen. And so as we do this, we're talking about perfecting worship. Let me read this. Let me read this. And 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7 is where I want to go. And um, uh, it says this, every man, notice how many it's going to take. You can't count yourself out. You can't count yourself out. Every man must understand the purpose of God. Now, I have to say this because he said, Keith, most people teach us about finance. This is not about finance. This is about this works for finances. This is about everything. Everything. I do not want reluctant, grudging service from nobody. Because when it's reluctant and grudging, it had to come out of your soul. It has to come out of your soul. I don't feel like going to church. They come out of your soul. We got, you know, I, we got another activity. That comes out of your soul. Your spirit don't want to go to a ball game. You may make it go, but it don't want to go. It's because we have lived in ascendancy so long with our soul in control. We have learned to silence the great one in us. 
It doesn't want to do that. That's a part of you that don't want to do that. That's a part of you that was rejoicing that your soul got rebuked yesterday. It was rejoicing on that message. Finally! (laughs) Finally, he got you rebuked. Look at you. Shaking. Temper going up. Look at you. Told you you wasn't supposed to be the boss. Told you to know what you were doing. (laughs) Told you. Praise God. I'm telling you, the church is going to go. You better get ready to go with this. I heard somebody say, somebody going to figure this out. They're going to figure this out. You put, the, you put the spirit out front, put the soul behind that, and get the body to follow. Get that mind renewed in, get that mind renewed in the soul where it can prove out the will of God and prove out the greatness that's in your spirit that prove like the image of God is on the inside of you. And when you get every man living like that, praise God, it's over with. And don't think it ain't going to happen because it's coming to pass. Amen. Praise God. He said, he said this, let me look at this now. He said, every man, according as he is purposed in his heart. We preaching at church on the rock now, every man. How you worship is important. Because you got to come in here with us. And you got to come in here with us and worship. And so what you do in here is important. And you got to come with purpose of heart. God is judging purpose of heart. Every offering has to be with purpose of heart. Why you are involved in praise and worship has to be with purpose of heart. Your service has to be with purpose of heart. Your prayer life has to be based on purpose of heart. Where the spirit is in ascendancy. And he says this, he says this, every man according to his purpose, so let him give. So let him give. So when it comes to worship, worship is about what you minister, what you offer to God, the honor you live with all the time. To the point your life is an offering. Amen. Your life is an offering. What happened to, to Cain and Abel? He said, I'm rejecting not just your offering, Cain, I'm rejecting you. I'm not just rejecting what you gave, it ain't about the money, it's about you. I'm talking about you. You are an offering. He accepted Cain and his offering. So it's not just about throwing something out there and it's independent of me. No, what I put out there is me. Amen. What I put out there is me. And it's about what he, and worship is about what he receives and about what he rejects. If he receives it, there's going to be a manifestation. No, you didn't hear me say If he receives it, the earth is getting ready to change. Offerings are designed to change the atmosphere of the earth and the culture of the earth. Amen. The Bible said by one offering, Jesus perfected us. 
By one offering, he created a whole new race of super beings, amen. Just by one offering, he obliterated sin forever. Your spirit man cannot sin. It is not a sinner. You can't call yourself a sinner anymore. He got rid of it cannot sin. It cannot disobey God. It wants to tithe. It wants to pray. It wants to praise. It wants to be led by the spirit. Amen. And that's what God is empowered. But he can't empower it if the soul is up front. See, we want God to empower a soulless church. No, he ain't going to do it. He's not going to empower a church where the soul is out front. Because the soul will do things out of the will of God. It will ask for things. It will do things out of personal ambition. I want to look good. I want to do that. I want to take over the throne. I want to send them to the most high. I want a place that don't belong to me. I want to do what makes me look good. And that's what the devil works with the soul to specialize in what it wants to do. Let us build a temple for one for you, Jesus, one for Elijah, and one for Moses. You slept during the whole prayer meeting, man. <laughs> you slept during the whole prayer meeting. How are you going to be building something? That ain't even what we're doing. We weren't even talking about that. You way off track. We weren't even talking about that. No. It took forever just to build one tabernacle. You're talking about three. <laughs> and I ain't putting an offering yet, Peter. It said, let him purpose in his heart, so let him give. Giving is about what we offer him. He said, if you're going to perfect worship, he said, faith is worship. Yes. He said, he that cometh to God, the comer is a worshiper. He said, your faith must be perfected if you come into me. He said, you're going to have to perfect your faith. Worship is perfecting faith because faith is an offering. Worship is what you offer to him. He says, you're going to have to perfect your prayer life. Because prayer is an offering. The Bible said Jesus offered up prayers to God, which means prayers can be either be received or rejected based on how they're presented. He said, I, he said you can't do the same thing you've done in other places you've been. You must perfect your faith. You must perfect prayer because they're all offerings. And every prayer is supposed to be received. Every prayer is supposed to be ministered. Yes. You have to perfect it. Then he said, you're going to have to perfect praise. Mm -hmm. out, of the, out of the mouth of babes, thou hast perfected Perfect. praise. Yeah. You can't just sing anything you want to sing. Yeah. And you got to be the one that's singing. Yeah. I told our church, how are you going to be walking up here in the parking lot where praise and worship is going on? We're honoring God. Yeah. We don't need you in the parking lot. Walking up here, we already through. We already in the throne room here. You come walking up in here. Amen. 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 We're getting all, we're getting all up on, we're getting all the huffy. I told you. Amen. We're talking about the highest level. How you going to be at the ball game on time? Hello. Come on, Pastor. Come on, Pastor. 
I said I was talking about the highest level, not the lowest level. We already tried that. We already tried the medium level, the lowest level, and it don't work. I will not spend my lifetime for what don't work. The, pa the pastor's the biggest fool in the room. I'd rather make you mad, grab your stuff, and leave. Yeah. Amen. Because there's somebody out there that wants your seat. Amen. I can't be the only one out there through church safari looking for a man of God that's going to raise up a word in spirit church where we begin to move in the, with our spirit in the sentence praise God. That's how these churches got birthed. That's how these churches got birthed by the spirit of God. Amen. I come in here that night. I come in here over there, coming off the left side over there. That's a powerful side. <laughs> I was in there that night. And the Holy Ghost said, take off running. See, if you can't respond, you're going to miss God. And your soul ain't going to respond. You know what your soul going to say? Ain't nobody else running. <laughs> How am I going to look? Like you look when you were running after the ball. At the ballpark. <laughs> That's how you're going to look. You were running then. You didn't care. Jumping on fumbles and all kinds of stuff like that. Chasing balls. Instead of chasing the plan of God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we had to learn how to respond to the spirit and not let our soul shut us down. I'm talking about praising God. When, he, when Dr. Jacobs came back from Temecula, he went out there to help us. He paid to get out there. Dr. Dufresne, he had to listen. Dr. Dufresne said, why don't you come to my meeting out there? And he's the only one that went. And he went out there. We were learning something. See, we know what revival is. And I have never, I will never give up on it. And I'm going to let God help me to do what he, he said, all you got to do is perfect worship. Yeah. And perfecting worship means your spirit is in ascending. Yeah. So he went out there with his spirit in ascending. And he said, why is, he had to get out there and ask the question, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? He says, you've been too long on the giving side. You're going to have to get over here and start receiving. He said, if it even remotely they dealing with something. Amen. Praise God. Then get in the line because there's going to be an impartation for you. Amen. And then he went out there and got stuck to the floor and couldn't get up, scooting across the floor. <laughs> That's not normal. <laughs> not for him. <laughs> so something's going to happen to us. Amen. Praise all that suit. Something's going to happen to you. If you get something, something's going to happen to people around you. You ought to be out there getting something so your house changes, so your neighborhood changes. God is waiting to drop something in your church, praise God. It's going to happen, praise God. It don't matter where you come from. It don't matter what you look like. It don't matter what town you in. It don't matter, praise God, how many people are in your city. When the anointing hits, hallelujah, they'll come from every quarter. They'll come from all over to get in this, amen. Because in this is deliverance, it's your freedom. You get your life back, you get your mind back, you get peace and joy back. 
know when he went down there and came back, this thing was gearing to be off the chain and running through the neighborhood. If you ever had a dog like that, praise God, everybody's scared of it. <laughs> and if it ever gets out, everybody's responsible for making an announcement. <laughs> be on the lookout. Well, praise God, that's what's going to happen, praise God. Announcements happen. Anyway, he come back. And he preached, and he talked about the impartations, and he said, if anybody wants this, get up here. I don't know. I just heard the Holy Ghost say, run. And I just run to the front. And he laid hands on me, and I fell out in the floor. Leah was the first one he laid hands on. I fell out in the floor. And I was laying there. I said, this is nice. <laughs> Back down in the floor. It was about right over here. <laughs> and the Holy Ghost said something he never said before. Mm -hmm. He said, praise me uncontrollably. Yeah. Wow. See, because y'all too cool in y'all praise. <laughs> you put up one hand for a while, and <laughs> you feel real spiritual. Then you put up two hands. Then your arms get tired. <laughs> You're a real champion. But let that be your favorite team out there. Right. Ah, ah, ah. For real. Don't be that guy. Then you get to church, you that guy. You, you, you that guy. Don't be that guy at church. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. That's, that's your soul worshiping. That's your soul worshiping. That's your soul worshiping. Tell you, your arms are tired. Your arms are tired. You didn't even hear that at the game. And then you was in there with everybody else. That was, it would be bad to put your hands down now. Yeah. No. And then I come in here and he said, praise me uncontrollably. I said, I ain't going to do that in front of all these people in this building. <laughs> Don't act like you ain't told him stuff too. <laughs> I ain't going to read my Bible tonight. It's too, I'm too tired, Jesus. <laughs> I've been entertained all day. I need my rest. <laughs> I've been entertained all day, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't purpose in his heart. What are, we, what are we doing this for? What is the purpose of my heart? He said, if you can't do that, we're sitting here talking because the church is going to go somewhere. And see, you don't think your praise makes a difference. Amen. It says praise steals the enemy. You could have shut the devil down the whole week. Just starting on Sunday morning. Amen. He said when praises go up, blessings come down. The earth will begin to yield. When offerings are offered properly, it changes something in the earth. Yeah. 
I'm trying to change. See, I need you to do that because I'm going to change something in the earth. So I said, I'm not going to do that in front of all these people. He said, then I can't use you. See, if we don't perfect worship, he can't use us. That counts. If Jesus says this, I guess Hebrews chapter 2, verse 12 or 14, I'm not ashamed to call them brethren. Why? Our spirits look just like his. The spirit in the sentence, it looks just like his. It has the same ability as his has. And if we would all worship him, Corona can't even get in the building. You ain't hear what I'm saying. No, you're not. You're talking about all those glorified spirits in in ascendancy. It can't get in the building. But it can get in there with this. It can shut the whole thing down. It'll clean it out. If you want to be real technical, no, we need to listen to the CDD, CDC. No, you need to listen to the Holy Ghost. You need to get your spirit in a sentence and listen to the Holy Ghost. So my soul, I was on the floor. My soul was telling him no. My spirit said, we got this. No, my spirit was saying, we got this. He said, then I can't use you. And I felt the spirit of God. I'm laying on the floor. And I felt the Spirit of God come this way. And because I said that, I felt him walking down the road. What is he doing? Come on now, he's looking for somebody else. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that got passed over. Don't be that guy, don't be that church. So I felt him walking off. I could sense it then I can't use you. I said, hold up, let's renegotiate. Come, let us reason together. <laughs> in the valley of decision. I got out of the valley real quick. Don't stay in the valley long, because the Holy Ghost will pass. I said, okay, I got you. I said, he said, fine, then let it rip. Let it go. The, 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 the psalmist said, I will bless the Lord. Not try. <laughs> I will. It says our services should be so dynamic that if the unbeliever comes in and if we all prophesy, every man, We cannot have totem poles in our worship service. I talk about totem poles in our church. I'm not going to let you be a totem pole. Because that is a product of your soul. You've been taught to behave that way. 
toward God out of your soul. And your mind is unrenewed. You know, we were, we were totem poles when we first got here, I understand. And we walked in this church, and they sang it in the spirit and all that stuff like that. I said, Cynthia, we're going to let them worship and get that out of their soul. <laughs> and then we come in there and get the word. <laughs> That's what we did. I mean, I said, let's stay out here. They'll be done in a minute. Got them one time. Because that word going to be off the chain. Because I was ignorant. And then he taught on praise and worship. He must have done it just for us. I said, what, we supposed to get our leg up in here? Some of you never got your leg up. I can look at you. Still bound. He said, bring my soul out of prison, and then I'll bless you. Amen. So I'm laying on that floor, and I turn loose. Next thing I know, it started breaking out over the whole church. Pastor Diana, she just laughed at me. <laughs> just like I said, I told you they was going to laugh at me. Whole <laughs> but when they talk about it, still remember to this day. We got to do something in this generation where we are remembered. Everybody remembers Zusa Street. Everybody remembers the Welsh Revival. Still talking about the Pentecost Revival. People remember revivals because it's when somebody's spirit got in ascendancy and they changed the earth. They changed the earth. And Jesus recreated our spirits, paid a price to recreate our spirits so we can change the earth. Let me look at this right here. And then it says this right here. It says, every man according to his purpose in his heart, so let him give not grudgingly, nor of necessity. For God loveth a cheerful giver in everything. Yeah. Not just money. Yes, sir. In everything. Yes, sir. In the giving of my time. He says, you're going to perfect your service. Why you don't have an assignment in the church? Because service is an offering. He says, I beseech you, brother, by the mercies of God, present your bodies a living, it's an offering. Holy, consecrated, and accept, God's got to accept our service. We can't just come in here and just do any kind of service. Perfecting worship is everything you do. And it has to be done by the spirit and not the soul. Well, because the soul will start complaining. It seems like we're always putting our time in church. Jesus put it in for us. He put it in for us, and we need to put it in for him. Amen. Now, he says this. He says this. And this is one thing. He says... If we perfect worship, and I think Dr. Hadabaugh said it, the world has never seen the man that is perfected worship. Except for Jesus. So he's the standard. 
Amen. Amen. We know the highest level of worship is available to us. Yeah. Because he, if, if, he, if he allows himself to be disciple, he would come like the master. That's what Dr. Jacob said. Yeah. He's going to become like him. So the plan of God is to conform us to the image of his son. And and I've done the most vital part of all. I recreated your spirit just like his. And if you put it in ascendancy, he says this, Romans 1, 9, I ain't got time to turn that. I serve God with my spirit. So if I'm serving God with my spirit, it's never any complaining. All complaining comes out of my soul. So I'm not asking you to serve with your soul. That is not the standard. I serve and worship God with my spirit in the gospel of his son. Except a man be born from above, he cannot see the kingdom. That's what the gospel of John says. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Amen. So he has never expected worship to come out of my soul. But that's what the church has been given. Amen. And you can measure, you can measure the ascendancy of the spirit by how long and how often and how much the church or the individual prays in tongues. Why? He said, when I pray in tongues, my spirit prays. Praying in tongues is practicing, shutting down your soul. It'll shut it down. It'll start talking to you when you first start. We don't know what we talk about. Shut up. This is stupid. Shut up. People get out, this is of the devil. Shut up. We're not entertained. Shut up. We are putting this man. He's the only one that can get the job done. And he's the only one that can perfect worship. My spirit prayer. And then pray for the interpretation because the plan has to come to the spirit. Not to the soul. The Holy Ghost will never empower a plan that came out of the soul. He will never do it. And it will have to be managed and maintained by the strength of the flesh. Because he's not going to promote something in the earth that came out of the soul. It has to come out of the spirit. And so he's looking for those that will worship him in spirit ascendancy first. And he's going to and fro through the earth trying to find somebody that wants to live at the highest level. This is what he said. That when he finds this thing, it's over. The whole deal is over. Look at this. God is able. Because he's so, God loveth. This person becomes his target. This, this person becomes, see grace, 
Grace ain't to be used for just keeping you at the lowest level living. We're going to see that in just a minute. God is able to make all grace. We don't know what that looked like. Yes, you do. Just look at Jesus. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him. It means the highest seat of opulence and wealth. All the wealth is attached to this man. The one that God is looking for. That's why I used to always want blessed with every spiritual blessing. Because it belongs to him. The spirit man is the heir of it. And we've been trying to run the church with the soul that has no inheritance. And the spirit man is the one that has the inheritance. So even if I don't feel like it or understand what he's doing, Sheila Bakusande, I'm building up myself to stand in the place I'm supposed to stand. That's the guy who gets every prayer answered. That's the guy whose praise is received. That's the guy whose offering is received. That's the guy that never does anything grudgingly. That's the guy that never does anything out of necessity. That's the guy that ain't never going to quit. That guy don't quit. The soul can have many scars and have many wounds, and that's why he healeth the brokenhearted. But that spirit does not move. How do you know? Because it stayed three days and three nights down there in hell, dead. It was suffering our spiritual, Jesus was suffering our spiritual death. Down there three days and three nights in the heart of the earth with no ability. You ain't never, people talk about this dark now. You don't know what darkness is until you get down there. You don't know what terror, you don't know what fear, you don't know what a trial is till you get down there. And he bore it all for us down there. Amen. He bore it all down. He, he took and paid for our spiritual death. And spiritual death means you have to live out of your soul. Jesus paid a price so you don't have to live out of your soul anymore. And he demonstrated what your resurrected soul was capable of. Because after three days and three nights, the Holy Ghost went down in there and raised up his spirit. Amen. Hell saw what a Holy Ghost man really looked like. Hell saw what a Holy Ghost man really looked like for the first time. All of hell lit up with him down there. And he stripped the devil of every authority, every blessing he took from Abraham, snatched the keys of hell and death and the grave for him. Amen. Hallelujah. Marsh, every demon defeated. I'm trying to tell you something down on the inside of you that's bigger than Corona. It's the air. It's the joint air with Jesus Christ. You've seen your last broke day when this guy gets in ascendancy and the devil is trembling. He hopes you never figure it out, but you need to tell your soul, buddy, get in the back of the bus. I'm large and in charge now. Yeah. The real man stood up. Hell 
they never seen a real man come back to life again? Oh, you gonna finish because that resurrected spirit walked out of hell? You gonna walk out of every hurt? You gonna walk out of every trial? You gonna finish your cause with joy? Yes, sir. You ain't gotta worry about your body no more. After that spirit defeated Satan, that resurrected spirit defeated Satan, it went up in the tomb. Where's my body? Take all them death clothes off of my body. You gonna pick yourself. It ain't about you picking yourself up. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead. The same power that got Jesus up. It's going to get your money up. It's going to get your family up. The same power. Oh, glory. He didn't even roll away the stone. He told the angels, roll away the stone. He didn't even go shopping. They brought him clothes. Yeah. Are they not all ministering spirits? Yeah. Oh. Are they not all ministering spirits? Yeah. If angels are going to bring you some resurrected clothes, yeah. they about ready to bring your stuff because angels serve the resurrected spirit. They not in the service of your soul. Angels serve the one that came out of hell and that's what's on the inside of you. Oh, roll away the stone. It ain't even over with. I got to send to my God and your God. My daddy. And your, wait a minute, your daddy? Are you telling me you're putting us in the family? Right. Yes, sir. He brought many sons to glory. You got a brand new spirit now. It's devil proof. It's hell proof. It's trouble proof. It's sickness proof. You got a brand new spirit. You done seen all the hell you gonna see. Your spirit is bigger than darkness. It's bigger than the tomb. It's bigger than every trial you ever been through. And the devil is trembling because all creation is waiting on the manifestation of the sons of God. This new recreated spirit. Now speak to the mountain because it'll listen to you. Speak to the trial, it'll listen to you. All creation was made to listen to the resurrected man. And listen to the one that got up. And he put what he got up with. <laughs> he said, we ain't done dealing with the devil yet. I need you to walk on him. So I'm going to sit down. I'm going to take my seat. I expect you to make the devil my footstool. If you see him in your church... Put your foot on him. If you see him in your house, put your foot on him. If you see him messing with your money, put your foot on him. If you see him messing with your body, put your foot on him. Because you got to 
resurrected spirit living on the inside of you. I got to say this then I'm done. Where this thing is going. The last verse in 2 Corinthians 9.15 he said thank God for this unspeakable It's coming to the place you can't be described. <laughs> it's going to come to the place. Hey, man. And ain't nobody going to be able to describe what's going to happen to you. We could halfway think about it when they got their new car. We could halfway think about it when they got their new building. We could halfway think about it, praise God, when the supernatural increased. But now they're walking down the street and their shadows are healing people. Come on now. They're laying hands on handkerchiefs, praise God, and sending it across the sea and people are rising up whole. It's indescribable. Ain't no telling what they'll do next. They'll probably rapture out of here. They'll probably take the gospel to the four corners of the earth. They'll probably get their job done. They'll probably mount up with wings of eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk and not pass out. You ought to shout, I'm recreated. I got a resurrected spirit on the inside of me. I'm indescribable. I'm unspeakable. I'm the same thing that came out of the tomb. I'm the same thing that came out of hell. I'm the same thing that's seated at the right hand of the Father. Ah! Yeah! Indescribable. Why do you think Jesus? Why do you? God ain't a bad businessman. How you gonna sacrifice Jesus? How you gonna sacrifice Jesus and get back a soulless church? That's not a good deal. But Jesus said, if a corn of wheat fall in the ground, it'll die. But if it die, it's gonna bring back. Ah! It's gonna produce a lot of fruit. God's got a harvest. God's got a harvest of supermen. God's got a harvest of redeemed men. God's got a harvest of a resurrected spirit. This thing is coming to a close. You better perfect worship with a supernatural spirit. Somebody give him some praise. My spirit is supernatural. My spirit is supernatural. I ain't trying to do it with my soul no more. I ain't trying to do it with my body no more. I ain't trying to do it with the world no more. I'm not trying to do it with my education. I can do it the same way Jesus did. Same power. Raise him from the dead. It's quickening your mortal bodies. It's going to keep your body alive. It's going to keep you healthy all the days of your life. Because if it picked his body up. Come on now. Yes, sir. I'm out.
Welcome to the podcast of Dr. Michael Jacobs. We believe today's message will help you walk in faith and have victory now. 